Hello there, and welcome to Sing and Stroll, the place where worship meets your life every Tuesday. And today, we're talking about the worship songs that move us. Now, you'll notice that uh, there is no Cantonese voice <laughs> for some reason, and that's because, unfortunately, uh, my fellow co-host Chris uh, has come down with the coronavirus. Yep, that's right. So he was tested positive on Sunday, and he's at home now, uh, self-isolating, but uh just contacting him earlier today. He's actually working because he's a very strong and tough individual and he's in good spirit. So if you could please pray for my brother Chris, uh, that he would uh, uh, recover quickly and that he would uh, feel better soon. And especially that his family would be protected because he has two uh, beautiful uh, girls and uh, we just don't want them to be getting the uh, sickness nor Chris's uh, uh, lovely wife as well. Um, today, uh, I have a uh, a different style of song for you today. It's a little bit uh, it's a little bit old fashioned, <laughs> uh, you might think, um, but I think it has uh, some really great lyrics that we could ponder as we go through a very difficult time. So, before we talk about it, let's take a listen. This hymn was written in 1882 by a Scottish minister named George uh, Matheson. And now George Matheson was a very uh, talented and uh, powerful minister of God, uh, but he had a, 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 a distinct weakness, namely that he was blind uh, for, for most of his adult life. Um, uh, and this blindness, unfortunately, deterred him from hopes of uh, going into academia it really caused a lot of difficulties in his life. Um, this hymn uh, particularly was written um, on the eve of his sister's wedding. Now, why is his sister's wedding uh, <laughs> a sad moment that he would have to write a hymn like this? Well, because his sister was his sole caretaker. Uh, back then when you're blind, you really needed someone to take care of you. Um, and uh, you didn't have... Uh, resources like we would have today and knowing that his sister getting married would mean that he wouldn't have a caretaker anymore that he would have to take care of himself he felt this sorrow within his heart and wrote this lovely hymn and apparently the story goes he penned it down in five minutes and he didn't need to edit it it just came straight out of his his sorrow but his sorrow turned to hope in the lord um i encountered this hymn uh during the uh, summer, or I should say, sorry, the winter of my my senior year in university. 
I had just come back from uh, uh, from a semester in university, and I went back to Hong Kong for the uh, winter holidays. And unfortunately, uh, during that time, my um, the church fellowship that I was a part of in the states had split into two. There were some infighting, and there was some uh, bad relationships between brothers. Uh, that ended up le- le- leading to the church splitting into two. And at the same time, my grandmother's health was not doing well uh, during that winter break. And so I actually, before returning to Hong Kong, I had flew to California to, to be with my grandma. And after a many stressful days of going in the hospital and, and seeing witnessing her deteriorating health, um, witnessing her... Um, countless heart attacks that she would have uh, and eventually hearing the news that she had passed uh, uh, it was a particularly low time in my faith uh, but this hymn uh, really encouraged me uh, namely because of the title O Love That Will Not Let Me Go and in all of the uh, difficulties that I encountered back then I the title reminded me that even though life does throw a lot of challenges at us there is one thing that doesn't change that's god's love for us Um, and if you need any assurance of that today i know that things are especially challenging in this city with the many uh, cases of coronavirus and the the, um, and even the uh, the war that's happening in uh, europe and uh, ukraine if you need any assurance of this uh, what this hymn reminded me of uh, was the historical fact that Jesus died on the cross for my sins and that his promise uh, that a new kingdom will come one day onto this earth um, is held in guarantee because he rose from the dead and because he died for my sins. I just want to talk to, to you about one lyric uh, that really uh, has touched my heart over the years. Uh, and I think it's particularly uh, relevant to us today. Now, don't get intimidated by all the old English, thee and thine. If you just replace some of that with today's language, it makes a lot of sense. But I'm going to read the third stanza for you. And of course, with any hymn, you, when you listen, you want to just pay really good attention to the lyrics because they are the words of encouragement from the past. So the third stanza goes like this. O joy that seekest me through the pain, I cannot close my heart to you. I trace the rainbow through the rain and feel the promise is not in vain that morn shall tearless be. And that morn is the new age to come that no longer will we be in pain, that no longer will there be any death, but that the Savior himself will wipe the tears from our eyes. And so I want to leave this hymn for you uh, today and remind you in the spirit of Hebrews chapter 13, that God will never leave you and never forsake you. I hope this hymn can encourage you today. And hopefully next week, uh, Chris will feel better and we'll be back to normal uh, all together for our next week's episode. Uh, we hope this encourages you today. And thank you for always listening with us on Sing and Stroll. And uh, we'll see you next week.
torch to thee.